Hello and welcome to one of a short series of podcasts which will investigate aspects of impact assessment from four different perspectives or four different lenses. Please keep the conversation going by tweeting any thoughts with the hashtag ImpactFrameworks. Thank you for listening. I'm Sana Zakaria and I work for NIHR. Today I'm talking to Catherine Graham about her views on the use of impact assessment for accountability from her personal and professional perspective. Catherine is the Executive Director for Performance Management and Evaluation at Alberta Innovates and has a significant amount of experience in the field of innovation and evaluation. Taxpayers, donors of charities, funders, they all want to understand whether their investment decisions are realizing the benefits that they had anticipated. So the accountability agenda has never been more crucial in light of restricted funds and the competitive nature of research funding. Now, the first question I'd like to ask, Catherine, is that researchers often feel that they bear the brunt of the responsibility in answering the evidence requirements um, around the accountability agenda. Do you think this is true and do you think this is how it should be? Yes, uh, I think that's a very good question. Um, And I think uh, particularly in light of the conference we're having, I think definitely, yes, I think it's been true, particularly in the past. But um, I think um, uh, we are seeing changes. um, And I think part of those changes is reflective in the conference that's about to happen in terms of really trying to understand, uh, have a deeper understanding of impact um, and also uh, really trying to affect the change for wanting to change. So, um, but um, I do think they have um, have had a lot of the brunt, and no, I don't think that's the way it should be. I think uh, researchers, as well as funders and other key stakeholders, government, academia, etc., are accountable to the public, um, um, particularly when we're talking about public dollars being used uh, responsibly and efficiently and effectively. Um, So, but um, I also agree from a funder's perspective that the purpose of accountability for impact is crucial, um, particularly, as you said, in the context of reduced funding and increased competition for research funding. So from an impact and a funder perspective, the purpose of accountability is to show that money has been used efficiently and effectively and in the past, really um, focusing on um, having researchers to account. But um, I really believe that it's not only researchers who need to be held to account, it's the other stakeholders in the uh, research ecosystem. Um, I think that given the demand, particularly in the use of the public dollars for this demonstrating public values, researchers more than ever are still going to be asked to demonstrate, report, and communicate their um, impact. I think one of the reasons uh, I think researchers have bared the brunt uh, from um, um, generating evidence for accountability is the challenge that accountability and measuring impact is difficult. Um, so there's many challenges in um, accessing data and being able to integrate impact evidence across the research uh, lifecycle. 
Um, and I think there has been an over-reliance on self-reported data. And so I think uh, that's uh, fallen somewhat on the research community. Um, we have a lot of uh, impact reporting tools. A lot of them are self-report. Um, and um, as an ecosystem, uh, we really need to think about how we can design um, the data collection um, across uh, the research uh, life cycle. Um, as we also know with um, impact, um, in, we have many contributors in the ecosystem that are helping um, in terms of contributing to that impact. So um, I think the accountability requirements won't go away, but I think uh, more than the researchers are accountable. Um, however, um, I think um, it's incumbent on researchers to embrace um, uh, impact, have the ability to evidence their impact, uh, tell their own narrative, um, and have the ability to not only report on it, but communicate it. Um, I think, um, particularly as a funder, um, that we want researchers to really focus on the research and not overburden them with administration and red tape. Um, they're not the only player in the ecosystem when it comes to impact. So we want to make sure that we have representation um, from other players in the ecosystem. Um, and also we understand that impact um, is cumulative over time and really supporting researchers in building that skill. Um, I think researchers' um, uh, skill set um, is excellent when it comes to impact and really helping support them um, in, evidencing the, in evidencing their impact and help communicating them, uh, I think is very important. So, so you mentioned quite a lot about reducing administrative burden, um, Catherine, and um, you, you talked about, um, you know, trialing new approaches, innovative methodologies. Now, you've already alluded to some of this, but I, I guess considering the varied stakeholders and their needs around accountability, what approaches do you think can be taken that fulfill that accountability agenda and ticks multiple boxes whilst reducing the administrative burden? Because we we tend to uh, try and um, manage multiple stakeholder needs at the same time, but it doesn't always quite pan out that way. Yeah, uh, totally agreed. So I think ultimately um, having a systems view for impact is ultimately the solution and that that will tick many of the boxes. Um, 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 as I said, um, impact um, affects many players, um, many in the ecosystem. So that systems view, um, I think, it is very important uh, to really um, um, achieve um, the uh, impact and not only achieve impact, but really ensuring um, that we optimize impact in the change we're trying to affect. 
Um, and this kind of systems view does require a long-term view uh, with the ability also to communicate and report on monitoring information short-term. But it is a very engaged um, strategic long-term view that is collaborative um, and really uh, focused in terms of uh, challenges in society um, uh, and addressing um, the needs. Do you think that at all that there's a um, there's a mechanism to address the cultural challenges? Because quite often government stakeholders or funders might want to see very different kind of um, an impact assessment take place compared to researchers and the kind of metrics, if you will, that researchers might value would be very different from what a government funder might value. And how do you get around that problem? Yeah, um, so I think uh, particularly when we're talking about uh, impact, uh, we have different stakeholders' perspectives um, and um, and stakeholders can value different things. And as a result of valuing different things, they measure different things. So I think historically, uh, one of the challenges has been uh, the lack of alignment um, in terms of uh, stakeholders, uh, measures, incentives um, around impact, and they haven't been aligned. Um, and I think this has added also to the burden. So I think taking a systems view um, with diverging uh, stakeholders' view and perspectives and values um, is part of how we need to change going forward um, and getting more alignment in terms of what the desired impact is um, and doing that up front. Um, which can be very challenging, but building the system um, that acknowledges that upfront um, and um, really articulating the desired change, the desired impacts upfront um, as part of any large in initiative is kind of part of the system's view. Um, and also, um, I think the change that does need to happen as part of the system's view is aligning investments frameworks um, accordingly and, you know, and different kind of roadmaps. So at Alberta Innovates, um, we've been uh, working on a more systems view towards accountability and impact. We've um, been um, refining it um, with a, a performance impact management system called PIMS um, and really trying to accommodate um, a much more holistic view and a systems view where you're, you're right, the stakeholders do have diverging values and uh, value different impacts and measures and putting that um, within um, the framework um, and um, and in my experience is there's kind of two ways uh, to address sometimes when there's divergence. One is uh, getting the group of stakeholders together uh, to reach consensus um, on um, what is uh, the uh, targeted or intended impact. And then um, sometimes is allowing more flexibility 
where you're taking a more comprehensive view and uh, you're um, uh, designing for measures that meet different uh, stakeholder needs for their organizations. So I think uh, both can be accommodated, but uh, really taking this systems view right across uh, the uh, research uh, life cycle, uh, right from the idea stage right to um, um, applied research and uh, also if um, if appropriate to commercialization and so building in um, and designing upfront um, um, what is needed I think in the long term is the most efficient and effective way to start thinking about impact um, and um, really it does start with, you know, what is the demand or the challenge, what is the need, um, aligning um, the strategic plan, the investment framework, um, um, and uh, thinking of it right across the cycle. And then um, we use kind of... Um, um, the house that impact built as, as a, a graphical figure um, for these different components that go into the impact system. But um, essentially in the basement of the house is the idea of, um, you know, assessing and evaluating and monitoring. So we have that evidence all along. And so this, this idea is using the evidence right across the cycle with many feedback loops and adjusting and adapting along the way. So, Sana, I think this is part of the cultural change that um, will be talked about in terms of the conference in, you know, how do you do this? How do you implement these kind of systems and get engagement across a diverse group of uh, stakeholders? So um, really, uh, it's a living organism. And it's that the evidence uh, can be in real time. It's informing decisions. And there's a feedback loop where you're adapting and modifying and adjusting as you go. So very much in terms of a continuous performance improvement cycle. So that's our latest thinking um, in, in the challenge, um, um, particularly of the burden and costs, um, but really uh, trying to uh, focus um, more systematically as well on, on the impact. What national or organizational level enablers are needed to facilitate these impact assessments for researchers that meet these multiple accountability needs of governments and decision makers? So um, in terms of uh, platforms, um, there are many at many levels in terms of the organization and, a, and, a and at different country levels. Um, so um, in uh, England, for example, there's the Research Excellence Framework, which is very much a, a policy framework um, um, that's at a national level. Um, in Canada, um, we have a more bottom-up approach in terms of impact, in terms of kind of in engaging the community um, in moving impact forward. So different structures. 
But I think um, as a community of professionals in terms of researchers and impact professionals, um, I think we really need as a commons impact platform. Um, and so what I mean by that is um, sometimes uh, we talk uh, a lot about um, the challenges and impact, uh, which are very real, but in practice, uh, there is a lot of agreement uh, in practice um, on uh, how to, um, you know, measure impact, how to address it. Um, and we still need to continue and advance that. But um, really um, acknowledging the challenges up front and um, working uh, with the community with this idea of a commons impact platform um, that is um, sharing of information in terms of the philosophy of uh, open innovation. Um, somewhat similar to kind of expanding on the International School and Research Impact Assessment uh, website. Um, but this Im Commons Impact Platform, I think, um, would have four legs or four pillars um, in terms of a platform with focus in terms of policy advancing the science of science. Um, and this would be harnessing and curating, I suppose, um, academic evidence that can help in the informing uh, policies and uh, practices. Also, um, um, really preparing the um, trainees of tomorrow, establishing impact fellowships. Uh, we have such a thing in Canada with the um, Institute of Health Services Policy Research. So having um, that more internationally, more um, professional development academic programs in terms of impact, and also um, the ability to really up the game in terms of um, doing more experiments or pilots or testing. Uh, for learning and sharing data. So the policy in advancing the science of science would be one pillar. Another pillar would be in terms of people capacity building and outreach. And this is, um, I think the conference is one example of this. So um, including outreach events, ensuring lessons learned and how people are implementing in terms of impact, uh, professionalizing the area, but also um, um, really uh, having uh, professional training uh, development um, um, courses as well. Um, so the third uh, pillar I feel would be in terms of practice, and this is uh, having an implementation toolbox to advance the practice. And really, um, again, um, I think we'll hear a lot about this at the conference, but having what are practical tools and resources for practitioners to actually advance the practice of impact in the field. So that would be the third uh, pillar. And then um, the fourth pillar would be terms of um, kind of impact performance. Um, and the commons part really is agreeing on common standards and accreditation. Um, the idea there would be this kind of continuous performance improvement. So um, as a community establishing consensus around quality and standards, um, having um, an accreditation body um, in terms of um, uh, for organizations to help them 
um, in terms of of um, passing um, um, these kind of um, uh, audits and accreditation, um, and um, also uh, really um, um, professionalizing um, impact professionals as well in terms of core competencies. So um, one um, example, um, Alberta Innovates um, is undergoing a performance audit as part of the auditor general hearing in Alberta. And I think it's a really good practice and process um, for organizations to go through that and really reflect on kind of um, uh, impact uh, that's been achieved in terms of investments, um, but really looking at value uh, generation and our processes. So very practical ways of doing self-assessments um, and as part of uh, undergoing that process, we will uh, really uh, take that on, I think, as an organization in terms of uh, doing self-assessment audits um, in terms of uh, impact. Um, but what I particularly liked um, about the process is really a lot of emphasis in terms of uh, the learnings and the sharing of the learnings in terms of what's worked and what hasn't worked. Brilliant. That, that sounds like a really comprehensive framework that you've just outlined. And uh, uh, the, I think the pillars will really resonate with our listeners. I especially like the point around professionalizing the professionals, um, because I think that's a, a definite need in the spe- sector, especially in the UK as well. It's been wonderful listening to you, Catherine. It's been really, really insightful. And I'm sure everybody listening in has found it as insightful as I have. Are there any last words you wish to say to people tuning in? Yeah, I I would say um, in my experience um, that um, I've been in the kind of impact space for the last 13 years in kind of strategic evaluation for over 25 years. But as a community, uh, I've been very touched uh, by the um, generosity um, of kind of the research uh, and impact community in uh, being very open um, and welcoming. welcoming. Um, I've been very impressed um, with um, the caliber of the people in our community in really wanting uh, to go deeper um, and understanding um, not only the what of impact, but the how and the why, um, and really um, um, challenging ourselves uh, to really help achieve the change we're trying to change, you know, and using research uh, as one of the core enablers for that. So I think my last words is um, that I think um, it's a fantastic group of people trying to make a difference. Um, but um, if from um, a human perspective and a personal perspective, a great bunch of people, a great community to be part of, um, and um, I'm just uh, really uh, excited um, about the upcoming conferences um, having lively discussions and debates for really moving um, the science and the practice forward. 
thank you for listening to this podcast. It's one of four in a series exploring different impact lenses. Please return to the website to discover the others. And don't forget to tweet us your comments and questions at hashtag impact frameworks. And once again, thank you for listening. Thank you.